This is Jason Christoph for Podcast 175. It is March 25th, 2023, and we'll just get some things out of the way. This is the first official announcement for the seventh semester of my Overcoming Self-Sabotage coaching school, and it is the first day of class, I believe is the third or four, uh, the end of May. So you have two months to take action. And if you need to take action, I will put the, the, all the details of the International Self-Sabotage Coaching School. You can do it from anywhere in the world. It's online and you meet with me personally in a group uh, three times a week. And I'll put all the details in the show notes. But if you'd like to get started this year, uh, this is the first year where you actually have to go through a a question. We do have a student assessment small questionnaire that you will go through with the student liaison live. So you can talk to live people. That's what I really like. You can definitely talk to live people and you can talk, uh, contact this live person. Her name is Andrea and you can contact her at support at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. And I'm also happy to announce that I am invited, and I know this is going to sound a little odd, but I am invited to speak at the European Parliament from uh, May 2nd to May 4th. Uh, there has been a contingent. I don't know how big or small the contingent is in the EU Parliament, and they are requesting that there is testimony regarding sort of the depth of the lies and there are many uh, famous medical doctors that are going and I'm invited to talk about the psychological manipulation the behavior modification and the brainwashing you know this psychological operation that's all really COVID was and to sort of educate the members of parliament in the European Union regarding you know, how they were hornswoggled, how deep was the con, and why they didn't pick it up. So there is some, there is some hope. Uh, it's moving in the right direction. Of course, as we're sort of bickering around COVID, I believe their, you know, their next move is the banking move. But there are ways to avoid that as well. I mean, if you haven't You'd have to be under a rock not to get the financial advice that you should be getting pretty laden on gold and silver. Uh, Jeff Berwick's team, which is um, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, but I do like their percentage regarding your wealth in gold and silver, around 20% in hard gold and silver, and that's really paid off. I sort of was waiting for the the retraction or the you know the price going down and i bought um, tens of thousands of dollars in gold and silver just i think about two and a half weeks ago and it you know the gold went up 200 dollars an ounce right away and the silver went up uh, 10 10 or 15 percent right away and that's it's not the first time i've timed the market well but i was pretty happy about that that the prices went up right away after i purchased and i believe that although there might be a little bit of um, a pullback in the price of gold and silver, you're just holding this to maintain your wealth. And there'll be a slight pullback when the economic crisis hits, but then it's really going to skyrocket. You're going to see everybody running for the exits. 
and uh, try, but everybody's going to be running for the exit and gold and silver is a great way to maintain wealth is when stocks and bonds and other assets are falling in value again value and monetary wealth it never disappears because it's energy like in physics energy can neither be created nor destroyed so when you see numbers going down somewhere on some asset class you see a decrease in the numbers there you have to see an equal increase somewhere else so this is what's going to happen there will be a devaluation of the stock market because it reacts i mean it's based on confidence and certain economic cycles that are very shaky right now and as people lose confidence in the stock market and the government a lot of people run to gold and silver because it maintains its value simply because the price of it has to work in the you know the costs of getting it out of getting it out of the ground so you can't really manipulate gold prices too too i mean you can they've manipulated for a long time too and that's another aspect of gold and silver that's in people's favor who hold the gold and silver is because the gold prices to be honest with you are supposed to be 40 times higher and the silver prices are supposed to be around 400 times higher so why are they so low well it's because if you go to the u.s debt clock i i believe there is a measurement where they will actually show on the debt clock how many ounces of gold have been sold by paper certificate in comparison to real gold that exists so let's take like picture an ounce of gold right now on your desk and so you have one real ounce of gold and what they've done in the world is they sold that to a whole bunch of suckers <laughs> in the stock market they sold this to a whole bunch of people in the stock market um paper versions of that one ounce and for every real ounce of gold and there are variations to this number but it's pretty high for every real ounce of gold there's like 40 ounces uh sorry for every yeah for every ounce of real gold there's 40 paper certificates out there where there's 40 people saying oh i own an ounce of gold and they don't and that's what the stock market is dark and nefarious and corrupt and it has been for a long time and in regards to silver if you have like a silver coin on your desk for every silver coin it looks it it looks like approximately there's 400 paper certificates somewhere in that range or maybe 300 um still still pretty good i mean that's good news for people that hold hard asset gold and silver in their hand because if these metals were to find their real value i mean right now if i go to a canadian site called canadianpmx.com pmx stands for precious metal exchange and if i go and try and buy a one ounce silver coin it's 40 dollars canadian and if that one ounce coin hit its proper mark you it's a 400 fold increase that would be the real value, the true value, without all the manipulation and corruption. So I believe that's 16000 for a silver coin, if I'm not mistaken. 
that's a pretty good return if and of course the banking system is having problems because it is corrupt and when these precious metals find their true level you're going to find yourself you won't that's the odd part as well as you won't find yourself sort of rich you'll find yourself able to live like you'll think you know i have hundreds of silver coins and you're thinking oh jason's gonna be loaded and no it it'll be such a change in the economic landscape that basically even if my uh, silver coin goes from forty dollars to sixteen thousand dollars a coin and even though i have hundreds of them or maybe even thousands of them it would still probably in the new economic landscape only afford me to live equal to what I'm living now. And what that, you know, this should, you know, I, I don't want to scare people, but if you don't have this sort of asset class that's going to suck in additional value as other asset classes plummet, could you imagine how poor you're going to be? And of course, poverty for me, I grew up a little bit of, I mean, not true, true poverty, but things were tight at many times and the the mental anguish of not having enough money really impacted me as a child. So, you know, that, that motivates me always to take action and also have to take care of many, many people in my life. I have many loved ones that rely on me and I'm proud to support them and will support them to my dying breath. And even if I do pass away, I will have arranged many structures so that they can be cared for properly. And so they have the ability, they'll have to participate as well. It's not, money's not magic, but for them to sidestep the evil that's, you know, rocketing around the world right now. And uh, so those are, I don't know how we got on this idea of gold and silver, but, um, Oh, the other announcement I wanted to make, yeah, I was, did I, did I already say, maybe I already said that I was going to the European Union to speak on mind control uh, with a contingent of medical doctors. Yes, I already mentioned that. And for fundraising, I don't need funds for myself for that. I'm going to pay my own way, pay my own flight, pay my own hotel. But there's a couple of these really amazing medical doctors, and hopefully I can find a little bit of a... Um, uh, website so that you can, you can see yourself who's going there to represent the common person and sort of put out on display how evil and cruel this COVID psyop really was. You know, pe- you know people are dying. This uh, vaccine was designed to kill people. And if you think that's a stretch, if you think it's a stretch that the vaccine was actually designed to kill people. I'll put in the show notes, I think four of my best videos, and I just tell people, yeah, watch those four videos, and you're going to understand clearly that it just, I mean, this is the reason people like me were running away from this agenda, because we knew right out of the gate, this is meant to kill people, this is a genocidal operation, this is a eugenic operation. Anyway, back to the medical doctors that I'll be traveling with and scientists that I've been traveling with. Some of them, I mean, I was on a a call, a Zoom call with them. And one I really admire. I've seen him talk so many times. His, uh, I won't mention his name because I don't want to tip the hat uh, to what he told us in the private group. 
regarding he has some disabilities i never even knew we had like this massive he has like 17 uh, fused vertebrae he can't fly he hasn't flown in a very long time and this guy is a real leader ladies and gentlemen he speaks the truth and what i love about him too he's saving he's he's really focusing on the miscarriages the infertility the spontaneous abortion so he's 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 doing god's work protecting the innocent protecting you know god's processes protecting the unborn children and uh, this guy says i can't even really afford to take time off my practice he pretty lives pretty well lives check to check because he's so attacked and he's going to take the time off and you know you could just tell <coughs> you might get people um basically you could you might the impression of the public might think you know because you're a medical doctor you're rolling in the dough but these medical doctors that have stood against their own governing bodies as the governing bodies literally ordered them to kill their own patients um big heroes but you know probably their income is a little limited i've always been very fortunate financially whoever's listening to this has probably supported me in one way or another with being a coach in my international self-sabotage coaching school where they bought some of my overcoming self-sabotage programs so thank you for that so i will try to advertise on the email list as some fundraising for these other amazing human beings that are literally going to bat for humanity they're putting their lives on the line because of course uh, the cabal you know the clinton kill list and the body count uh, these people are bad people they're criminals they're international generational crime syndicate and they have no problem killing people that get in their way so these are people that are putting their life on the line if you could support them in their pursuit of going over there and their airplane fares and maybe their hotels and like i said you don't have to worry about me but there's some other people that really need some some financial support ladies and gentlemen and get on my email list so you can get more updates i know i haven't done in a podcast and probably about two and a half weeks so i apologize about that i've been my family was here um and we were just having a great old time doing lots of stuff out in the jungle and uh having 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 some you know having some fun with the younger members of the family as they're old enough to do zip lines and drive uh, dune buggies and pretty well just have a, a great time in the in nature here in mexico so if you, yeah get on my email list email me personally at jason at freedom from com, and i can put you on the email list what i wanted to talk about today was basically the day my the day the government shut my hard ass of business i think people it's a good lesson in what sort of nazi philosophy looks like and not only did they shut my hard ass of business i had it was the actually the first semester of my overcoming self-sabotage school and it was going to be live in Cornwall, ontario canada and we had people flying in and then of course with the covid they said that you know two weeks to stop the spread they shut a lot of the airlines and they shut the hotel shut down and wouldn't let anybody in and now we can see i mean this is why this contingent is going over to the eu parliament 
Because now it's obvious. Number one, there was no extra deaths anywhere. And it, this was all a psychological operation, which is my expertise. This is why I'm talking. You can see how powerful psychological operations are and how there's this trauma-based mind control that is really highlighted well in Kathy O'Brien's documentary called Trance, the Kathy O'Brien story. And inside that documentary, which I'll put in the show notes, she'll talk about split personalities or alters. Now, Kathy O'Brien was a is like a living participant of the MK Ultra Mind Control Program, which was designed to research. Like when you talk about mind control in this regard, all you're talking about are the documented ways you can make people obey your command. So don't think it's about like a zombie and they got their arms out straight, they're drooling with their legs really tight and they're coming towards you going, you know, I want to eat your brains. That's not what mind control is about. Is Mind control is you're being you, you're talking like you, and but you're not thinking independently of your controller. Now, what, what you're going to see in that documentary and why it's very important to this conversation is when she talks about the split personalities, what's called the alters or alternate personalities, because this is what we saw in COVID. We saw alternate personalities develop and erupt with no sort of warning out of mostly government officials and also out of the public. So you saw these alternate personalities. And, and the, the reason trance is a documentary I really want you to pay attention to is that Kathy O'Brien will admit that you know, these research modalities to make her obedient to command were done to her physically in real time. So she was traumatized to be in fear so much, but she was traumatized in person and like killing of animals in front of her. One of her handlers murdered a railway bum or someone, you know, a homeless person in front of her. Now, these things through many, many research modalities, many experiments has been proven to make someone super compliant. And so the reason this is really important to this story is that Kathy will tell you that everything that was done to her in real time, the people doing it to her decided that they could actually do it to everybody, but it wouldn't have to be live. You would, you like Kathy will tell you this killing of the homeless person in a railway yard right in front of her was meant to change her brain function to make her more compliant to her handler, which was the person who pulled the trigger, a government official, by the way. And, and this, these evil, corrupt government officials are listed uh, a lot in Kathy's documentary. And put up David Icke books, The Biggest Secret You Don't. I think it's the biggest secret in the world, something like that. Uh, we'll put that up as well. And so this killing, killing of animals, sleep deprivation, uh, drugging them, and <clears throat> a lot of other modalities where 
was done to Kathy, change her brain function, make her more compliant to command, and that command could be anything, and then the person becomes so afraid of the power, so afraid of the power of the abuser is that they they simply comply. And she will talk about the alternate personalities that can develop in the human psyche where, I'll give you an example, okay? I'm going to put up in the show notes um, sort of a protest in Australia where the public were, they're allowed to protest. It's legal to protest if your government's becoming tyrannical. And the police ran at the protesters. I mean, it didn't work out. Uh, Ran at the protesters. One very large male knocked an old lady over on the street. And then as the lady was covering her face injured, um, I think it was one or maybe two other police officers, young males who knocked a lady over, lean over her body and spray her with pepper spray where she's not offering any sort of resistance. And not that it matters, right? So here's the thing. Go back to Kathy O'Brien's documentary and understand that that police officer was demonstrating the characteristics of a trauma victim that has alternate personalities. And what we saw during COVID was in my town, the government officials were always were traumatized by the TV. See, this was this was the premise or sort of one of the side plots in Kathy O'Brien's documentary is that the people who were doing that to her documented all the things that made her compliant and they were all horrific. And Kathy will tell you in her own real, her own words how horrific they were. They were absolutely horrific. And the people doing that to Kathy, you're not going to believe. You'll have to watch the documentary yourself. Now, these evil bastards that were doing this to Kathy realized how the, the brain function that they were hijacking through the trauma, they know everything about this part of the brain. And they realized very early on in the research, they realized very on in, uh, early on in the research that you didn't have to do it to the trauma victim in person because this part of the brain that they were in particular targeting would react in the same way, whether it was in person or on a screen. So they started using the screen to produce these mind control victims, which is us, ladies and gentlemen, which is us. They put so much killing on the screen, on Netflix, in the movie theaters, and this wasn't the only, like killing of animals, killing of humans, decapitation, the more gruesome, the better. I mean, just go watch the last Rambo Uh, installment has nothing to do with entertainment has to do with traumatizing you everything from the space shuttle disaster to 9-11 folks these are the magical workings the trauma workings through the screen to get you 
to be a trauma-based mind control victim, which will do exactly as you're told. And as you're being traumatized, as you're watching Equalizer 1, 2, and 3, as you're watching John Wick 1 through 4, as you're watching all the Rambos, you're being exposed to the same psychological manipulation that Kathy O'Brien documents in her documentary and the same result happens and this is how old these scams are this is how old this research is the people doing this to us have been working us over sort of in an invisible way where we're participating in our own trauma and then we go and cue the this event now You'll see Kath, and I'll even put up a Britney Spears alternate sort of MK Ultra mind control short, like it's about a short video, so you can understand that alters or alternate personalities are triggered by certain stressful situations, so that the good personality, just another personality, by the way, the good and moral and ethical person sort of leaves and then is replaced by. Uh, a different personality that is going to be better suited for that situation. That's all alters really are. And if we if we go up until March of 2020, when the government who organized all this, who or you know, in the government is just these old ancient ruling families uh, that masquerade as our altruistic government. And we'll put up David Whitehead's documentary, Cult of the Medics, so that you can go back thousands of years and realize how old this international crime syndicate is. And we'll put even up a um, an article by a go- uh, interview I did with a ghostwriter called Etienne de la Bote Squared. And Etienne de la Bote was a French revolutionist uh, who understood government was extremely corrupt and was a crime syndicate, I'll put up that interview as well so you can understand how old this con job is. The government is not the government. It is an international and very ancient crime syndicate that uses this psychological manipulation against us. They're the ones organizing the media, the movies, the TV shows to traumatize us, to infiltrate us, get us ready with these alternate personalities and we have so many i mean even in my friends i mean one's a teacher and she talks about how much she loves the children and so it's not as hard to pick these out as you would think you just have to understand just look for someone who believes they're a good person and then look for something that's completely opposite to that and you're you're viewing their alter You're viewing their altar, which was put into them by trauma-based mind control and screen time. So go back to this teacher. She, she, you know, says she loves her job. She says she loves the kids. You know, she loves helping the kids. And then, you know, the next day she is doing a, a gender lesson where she's encouraging women to chop off their breasts and then women uh, men to chop off their penises and then both of men you know both the boy and the girl to take castration medication that they give to sex offenders in some states in the u.s so as you're looking at that girl who says she's a moral and ethical teacher and then she's destroying the children that's an altar if you go back to that video with the Australian police um, officer 
where bowls over an old lady, a defensive old lady, and then basically sprays her with pepper spray, that's an altar. And they're getting their altars from the media, which is basically why the media is there. Uh, that police officer would have watched 10 movies about good police officers and probably 20 about bad police officers. And so this is how human behavior is shown to perpetuate itself or propagate itself is that in that situation that police officer starts grabbing at various behavior programs in his own head because it's a nerve-wracking situation so he's getting triggered through the stress and then through the stress he has to pick an alternate personality and he picks an evil movie cop personality and there's so many evil cop movies something called the bridge with that um, African-American actor that was Black Panther. He's passed away now. I'll put a little collection of bad, you know, bad cop movies, Copland, Equalizer 1 was a, another bad cop. And so th the people who rule us understand that these movies are options. And so they're going to put in all these options. And then one day... Uh, when that cop who pepper sprayed a lady and bowled her over for no reason, there could be a cat in a tree and there's a kid crying. Well, then that cop goes for his other alternate personality that he's a good cop. The thing is about true psychological uh, psychological stability is you don't go for altars. You don't have altars. You can't you can't waver. And even police officers, if you want to take them as a whole, there are a lot of moral police officers out there. And if you if you ask them, like, why aren't you charging anybody with murder? Like it wouldn't there's so many government officials in every town in the world that literally endorse the murder of their own citizens with this fake COVID vaccine. It's not like look at those four videos. Go back to those four videos in the show notes that will prove to you this was a military operation with the sole intent of killing people. So police officers, with the, the lie to themselves, but it's not lying, it's an altar. It's another alternate personality. So they'll say, I uphold the law, I'm a good and moral person, and then you will see none of them come forward to press charges of murder against known murderers simply because they're political they're, they're in politics. So how many movies did that police officer see when they were a kid that political people can get away with murder? So you can see the police officer again going and trying to pick an alternate behavioral program to deal with the stress of the government is killing and murdering their own citizens and the police officer isn't allowed or permitted to press charges of murder against the murderers so the reason i'm going over all this is a prelude to the government attacking me is yeah i had to deal with all these altars i had to deal with a, a society that was under mind control trauma-based mind control and the trigger was the virus and these viruses, of course, SARS-CoV-2 has been proven never, ever to exist. Never, ever to exist. We'll make sure to place that into the show notes. If you're going to make big claims, you're going to need big evidence. And I got a video by Dr. Andrew Kaufman with the big evidence that SARS-CoV-2 as a virus has never existed. So 
But these other people, through watching all these movies about viruses, that's what those movies were for. That's what these movies were for. You know, I Am Legend with Will Smith and uh, Contagion with Matt Damon, um, Dustin Hoffman with Outbreak. There's the movie 28 Days. I think there was about 300 virus disease outbreak movies as World War Z with Brad Pitt. So these movies were all put out there to traumatize the public so that they could develop alternate personalities. And so the trigger for the alternate personality would be a real life declaration of a pandemic on the news, which is supposed to be different than the movie or TV shows. And you would have primed. So psychological priming is you're putting in the behavior programs into the public And then those behavior programs are triggered through what's supposed to be a real life announcement on the news. But to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, the news is so it's it's fake. It's all fake. SARS-CoV-2 never existed. There was never a big rush of deaths in Italy. They locked the whole country down. I was reading John Rappaport. He had a great article, and I'll go back and try and find it. He's great if you could find him. I think he he goes at nomorefakenews.com. But John Rappaport reported that the whole country of Italy, 60-something million people, had been locked down because two people died. Two people died. And don't forget, every single year in every country, the average death rate is 1% of the population. So in a country of Italy, uh, maybe 63 or 64 million people, maybe 60 now since the vaccines killing so many people, the death rate would be 600,000 people a year. So 600,000, like do the math. I mean, how many people are dying a month in that situation? 50,000 people are dying a month in in Italy, 60 of uh, 50,000 people die a month. And that means how many a day, like 1500 people die a day in Italy. And they locked the whole country down because they said two people died with from COVID. They were over 90 years old and they were dying anyway. It was fake, fake, fake. And I did a whole podcast on how fake it was. And I'll put that po- podcast in the show notes i think the podcast is called it's all fake or or just fake i can't remember the title of it right now it was all fake but it was there to trigger the dormant personalities through all the trauma that of like if you watch will smith's i am legend with the zombies and the virus that got out of control and all the people getting killed and don't forget they make it traumatizing on person like if you go back and watch I Am Legend with Will Smith, you'll see he lost his wife. That has a massive impact on the psyche for trauma. Not only did Will Smith lose his wife, and that's purposely written into the script to increase the baseline trauma, because this is all this group does, ladies and gentlemen, is, you know, what does this trauma do to the neurological system what is that trauma do then to do to the neurological system they and and they know that this part of the brain can't tell the difference between screen time real time and even imagined thought so when you're watching i am legend with will smith and will smith's wife dies and his kid dies right in front of will smith because a helicopter 
that was carrying them off uh, Manhattan Island, I think it was struck by, uh, I'm not too sure what it was struck by, but the people ruling you know that you have the same reaction as your own wife dying and your own kid dying, and they know that that sort of has a cascade or hormonal cascade through your uh, metabolic system to the point where you become a trauma victim like Kathy O'Brien. That's why they killed people in front of Kathy. Go watch the documentary, but you don't know it's not a movie to your brain. So the, 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 his daughter died in the movie. His wife died in the movie. Everybody's dead. And the greatest fear of any human is being alone because we're pack animals. So there's no one else alive in New York except these zombies that are trying to kill them. And then at the end, the, the only companion that Will Smith has in the movie is his dog. And of course, he's in love with the dog. And he's so lonely, of course. I mean, we have the Will Smith goes and, you know, talking to mannequins at the movie store, at the video shop where you rent CDs or whatever we used to watch their movies on. You can see how lonely Will Smith is because he's trying to date a mannequin. He's trying to talk to the mannequin. And then he's talking to his dog about his date with the mannequin. So even that is traumatizing because he's really, really alone. And nothing traumatizes the human psyche more than being alone. I mean, that's where the word lunatic comes from or loon ball. The word lunatic is derived from the French word loon, which means moon. And the reason those two words are correlated is because the moon, there's only one of them. And that's why they think the moon is lonely. And so when they say lunatic, it just means what happens to you when you're alone, because human, the human psyche, human nature is so well documented. We're pack animals. We need people around us at all times. So that's traumatizing. So the only one left in I Am Legend is the dog. And then, the, you know, the zombie gets a hold of the dog a little bit. I think bites the dog somehow. Trying to save Will Smith, of course, from the zombie. Gets into the middle of it. And then the dog turns into a zombie. So not only does the dog die, Will Smith has to kill his dog as the dog's turning into a zombie. Now you watch that, you think you're watching a movie you're watching the result of hundreds of years of mind control research put on a screen to traumatize you, to get you to have an alternate personality that that alternate personality is supposed to react to a particular trigger in the future, which they're planning of a virus that's never existed, but it doesn't have to exist. They just announced it on the news. And then you trigger your alternate personality to be afraid of a virus that doesn't exist. And all of this has been planted in your head on purpose. These movies were not there to entertain you. They were there to entrain you. They're there to program you. And they're there to get you ready for this agenda. This is what they've been working on for a very long time. And we'll try to get George Bush Sr.'s quote inside the show notes where he says, if the public ever finds out what we've done, they will hunt us down in the street and hang us. That was George Bush Sr.'s. Now, what do you think, quote, what do you think he was talking about? He was talking about the fact that if you ever find out that all your movies, all your TV shows are there 
to make you a trauma-based mind control victim so that you more aptly do exactly what you're told by the TV or by your new priest in the white lab coat or your new priest in the blue suits with the red ties. If you ever find out that your entire life is being a lie, you'll kill them. And they know that. And the thing about the internet, it's a double-edged sword because they're trying to use it to control us, but this truth is going out. The reason they're trying to kill everybody with the COVID shots and trying to castrate all your kids and make sure they can't have sex or don't want to have reproductive sex because they know if they don't get rid of us, we're going to get rid of them. And this is exactly the battle you're in right now. Whether you like to admit it or not, I suggest you get one personality and the personality is you should know right from wrong because a lot of people don't know right from wrong. Even the people in in my town of Cornwall, Ontario, there was a, a CEO of the Hotel Dew Hospital. Her name was Janet Despati. And then there's a, a, a doctor at the uh, Eastern Ontario Health Unit. He is literally evil personified. He is a, a murderer to the clinical definition of a psychopath. That's what this man is. Now, some, someone got to that doctor and made him trigger an altar. And it's not hard to trigger an altar to be a liar in our society. Just the trigger would be, you know, a little bit of money under the table, a bit more power and an empty life. And so those two got together and approached our city council, our city hall, our local council in Cornwall, Ontario, to tell them that the hospital was overflowing. But documents obtained by a lawyer I know shows that that same busy capacity, whatever the capacity was that they were raising alarms about, is the same capacity as the last four years. There wasn't any increase in anything. So these people were part and parcel of a con job that would roll out a vaccine, an injection wasn't a vaccine. This injection was already made in in warehouses at the time. This is what we're finding out right now. And it's designed by the Department of Defense in the United States to terminate and kill people. And if you think that's a stretch, watch the first, I'll just put, here's the four videos. Go to my show notes, find the line that says, here are the four videos. You watch those whistleblowers telling you what this shot was really about. So I had a police officer show up, you know, they, they, they announced that all the businesses were supposed to close in Cornwall, Ontario, but just the non-essential ones. Just the non-essential. And I don't know if you know, I'm going to put up a documentary called Never Again Is Now, where there's Jewish people who will recount that that was the same wording they used for their businesses when they started attacking the Jewish people, using the same triggers, same psychological manipulation, same mind control, same brainwashing. This is why this happens all the time on historical cycles, because no one's teaching people how easy it is to manipulate a human psychologically to hate someone else and look at them as a non-human. And that's why they marked us as non-essential. And of course, they marked the liquor store and the weed shops as essential. 
because if you go back to Kathy O'Brien's documentary and all her books and other documentaries or interviews regarding this subject, alcohol and other drugs, psychoactive drugs, increase the compliance in the mind control victim. So of course they're going to want everybody smoking marijuana. They want everybody drinking. They want everybody at the coffee shops. They don't want them at the gym because what happens when you get healthy, you start removing your altars. You start getting to the core of yourself. Health if you're a healthy person, you're a strong person, and all trauma-based mind control is about weakening people to the point where they comply because they feel weak or they are weak. And so if you close the gyms, you add a, a, a decrease in strength factor, and therefore you increase a factor of compliance in the population. So anything that was healthy, a massage, that's closed. Anything that'll kill you, the weed shop, the liquor store, the fast food restaurants, they're open. And this is just one aspect of, of the con job. And of course, I stayed open <clears throat> for as long as I could. And a police officer comes up to me with an altar, you know, like someone who's my friend and says, uh, we have reports that, uh, you know, you're staying open in the uh, two weeks to flatten the curve. And I don't really have a big altar. I'm like, it's, it's fucking fake. It's fake. There is no virus. This is, this is something more. And you're asking me to shut down my business so that I can be a weaker human being and comply in the future. I said, fuck you. I'm not doing it. And so there was, there was a little bit of, a bit of a standoff. But the point is, too, all my, all my customers, they were as afraid because they were triggered. They had alternate personalities. And most of them were very happy to go home. Most of my work staff were happy to go home because they were going to get paid 2000 a month to stay at home. I was making about $15,000. Here's, here's the crazy part. See, it's all about weakness. This is what they want because it's, it's all part of the mind control discussed in the Kathy O'Brien documentary is the weaker you are, the more you comply. And that's like financially weak, intellectually weak, morally weak, ethically weak. And so they wanted to take down the people that had financial strength. So I go from making 15,000 bucks a month in profit on maybe $80,000 in revenue and I go down to having to spend, I had to spend about twenty, fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month to keep my gym closed. And the government said, I'll give you 2000 a month for you and 2000 a month for your spouse. So, you know, we went from making 4000 you know, 15000 a month to $4,000 a month. And I had to spend 15000 a month to keep the gym closed because the rent, uh, I had to pay the rent, I had to pay key employees, I had to pay the cable, I had to pay the telephone bill, I had to pay Kojiko, the radio, I had to pay all these expenses that added up to about $15,000 a month. The government's giving me 4000 And then, of course, I'm not getting triggered. I don't have an alternate personality. I want to stay open. And the, and the cop that shows up, they're trying to shut me down for a virus that does not exist. And they're doing it because they've been weakened. They've been weakened because the school system, are they weak? Who's born weak? No one. So the police officer came to me to shut my business down. They were born strong. But they, yeah, the people ruling us know that. So they take that kid, 
put them through a school system that only has job focus and make them pretty well good at nothing other than taking orders. That's it. Nothing other than taking orders. And that's a, that, what does that sound like? I just described Kathy O'Brien and all mind control experiments as basically things that make you obey your commander without resistance or question. So this person's they're as much a victim as this system as I am. And they're coming, to, they're coming to shut me down. And what's even worse, folks, is when, is when I did my taxes that year, the government clawed back that 4000 bucks. I had to give back the 4000 a month, even though I paid 15000 a month to keep my gym closed. And I was making 15000 a month in profit before they shut me down. Unbelievable. The corruption that went on and this isn't really even the half of it what was going on we had customers i remember this guy his name is rick and rick w and if he, he i don't think he'll ever listen to this but this guy literally is the beta male of beta males and this guy um when we did open and you know no one i didn't expect people to wear masks in my fitness club because the virus is fake but when you would see someone take their mask down of course the virus does not exist this is all fake watch the four videos it's all fake i even have 65 documentaries that proving every aspect of this was fake no exceptions look at any of the 65 documentaries in the show notes it's all fake and so this guy, what he prides himself is, is yeah, he's going to do what the TV tells them. Sound familiar? Another trauma-based mind control victim. And he's, he phoned the corrupt health unit and ratted us out that we had people in our facility uh, not wearing masks. And masks are proven. I'll put up 300, and I think it's 67 reasons why masks will destroy your health. Of course, I'm not going to make people wear masks in my fitness club working out because I'm, um, I'm not a psychopath. Uh, so this guy wants everybody to wear a mask. And then we get another visit from police officers saying, I heard people aren't wearing masks. How's that for alternate personality? You want someone to st- you know, plug the hole in their face that we call a mouth and the mouth is connected to the lungs and the government says we can't breathe air when we're exercising. We need less oxygen because of a virus that doesn't exist. Think about the insanity of this and that insanity laid down more trauma for a lot more other people that make them more compliant with whatever's coming around the corner, like the 15-minute city, or the digital currency, or turning your kids gay, or banning uh, heterosexual marriage, or banning reproduction to save the planet. Whatever bullshit is coming down the pipe, they're just going to try and trigger the alternates and trigger the trauma. Because the, the, the again, the primary premise of Kathy O'Brien's documentary is they will do anything to you. And they got a whole Santa bag full of tricks that they do to you. One of them is poisoning your brain function through vaccines that just make you more compliant, that make you say yes to anything, to make you use your yes when you should be saying your no. Like anybody who took this shot, you... You said yes when you should have said no, and that means you were weaker than what you were born to be, and you should investigate what they've done to you purposely via this research to make you so weak that you comply with injecting poison into yourself 
and into your own kids. So although I didn't get into the finer details of what happened when the police showed up and shut my business down and pretty well bankrupt me over the two years to the point where I had to sell my business, and yeah, I did. Um, I, I'm not bankrupt, folks. I mean, anybody who knows me knows I'm never bankrupt. I always rebound and I, I don't even rebound. I have other alternate income streams, although a lot of the haters would love me to follow my face. I hate to disappoint them. It's never going to happen financially. So just just know about this information it's very important to understand the psychological manipulation behind your radio your newspapers your tvs your movies stop doing it to yourself stop mind controlling yourself stop like participating investing your own time anytime you sit your arse down in the movie theater or in on the couch you're destroying yourself you're destroying your community you're destroying your children you're destroying your own human potential you're destroying your culture because the people who are inventing what you are going to listen to and read and watch know how to program you to the point where you're going to dance like a circus monkey in one way or another, at one time or another, if you don't back away from these methods of control. So explore, at least explore the documentary with Kathy O'Brien called Trance and understand the people that will be mentioned in that documentary will leave your jaw on the floor. They're people that you've been brainwashed to think are your leaders and literally they are the worst humans in the world and to call them human would be a, a, an exaggeration of epic proportions. There's a, lots of indications that these people are channeling darkness from beyond the realm of visible light. And somehow demonic entities have possessed their sort of human spacesuit because what they did to Kathy and what they do to other children is frankly evil of the highest order that's what you're dealing with and it's time everybody start looking at their own alternate personalities do you have an alternate personality like are you do you say you're on a diet and eat ice cream that's an alternate personality do you say you're in shape by but smoke do you say you're healthy but do steroids how do i know about those because those were my alternates before as well be this is this is the sort of these are the easy alternates to pick out, and it's time for us to get back to who we are, moral and ethical human beings, and no matter what trigger, what stress, what, what sort of immoral pressure that we get under, that we don't pick for an alternate personality to get ourselves out of these sticky situations. We act like Gandalf the Grey in the movie Lord of the Rings, where the big demonic entity is firing and, and rushing and running after the kids and Viggo Morrison and Gandalf the Grey turns around and says keep going and he looks the devil in the eye and it's so much bigger than Gandalf and he says you shall not pass and he says it again you shall not pass and you see that that's not an alternate personality that's his personality that's where we all got to get to got get rid of our own alters and investigate how they're developed how they're put into us, how to get rid of them. And it's going to start with educating on how much trouble we're in 
and how much our movie screen and TV shows and newspapers and radio are literally military weapons used to control our behavior and our thoughts. This is Jason Kristoff signing off. Thank you for listening.